When Inspector Lafer approached the body in the crypt of the Church of St. Paul in Paris, he knew that this was no ordinary murder. In fact, Interpol had been in touch and had asked him to watch out for just such a murder. Since murders had taken place in Amsterdam, Dusseldorf, Madrid, and now Paris, he had a duty to let Interpol know that the murderer was now in French territory just as he had promised to be. What was upsetting was not being able to find him before the deed had been done. The young victim was beautiful, though no one knew her name. Her golden hair had been brushed since she had been killed, and she lay like an angel dressed in a white dress with a single lily in her hand. Lafer had never seen such a peaceful corpse. Even the expression on her face was one of happiness rather than any kind of fear, and her skin was not discolored as one might have expected. He knew that his own daughter was only slightly older than this child. Who could slay a child in this manner and take away a parent's possibility to see that child grow up and become an adult? The questions running through his mind were anxious ones as they began to tape off the area of the murder so that no one would disturb evidence. The doors to the church had been closed so that visitors could not intrude. This was not a time to answer questions or to have outside interference. Lafer was possessive about his territory but knew that Interpol would send their man very soon and that his part in the investigation would be limited. Child trafficking from one country to another was involved, but cases of isolated murder had caught the attention of Interpol during their investigations into the trafficking because children from other countries all over Europe were suddenly being discovered as murder victims in a very specific pattern. Patrick Jobin was particularly concerned with the pattern that was developing since the calling card left by the murderer seemed to be personally aimed at him. It was like a tease. Chasing this killer all over Europe had begun to be a passion rather than a profession, and this case proved to be no different. The calling card was clear. Upon it, there was a picture of a very famous chapel in Italy. The problem was that the killer didn't give Jobin enough time to hop from one country to another before the next killing took place. Thus, it seemed that there was no way to stop this killer from carrying on with his chain of crimes. I see this is just like all the rest, he said to Inspector Lafer. I wouldn't know, said the inspector. This is the first one on my doorstep. I know that you don't like us working on your territory, but believe me, in this case, it's particularly necessary that we do. Lafer flinched. Do you not think we're capable of solving crime? he asked. In this case, inspector, I have to be honest that I don't even know that we are capable. All I know is that these children are turning up all over Europe and I would prefer to do all that I can to catch the killer than to argue with you. On that we're agreed, said the inspector. Then we can work together, said Jobin, and give this murderer something to think about. Comparing the notes with the other murderers, there wasn't much that was different. All that they knew was that this guy had access to transport from one European country to another and yet had escaped passport control and all border crossing patrols which had been set up since the first two murders had happened. It was as if the guy was a ghost. He simply beamed himself up from one location and beat them to the next. Jobin was tired. He had traveled to four countries now and was getting no nearer catching the criminal. Even pulling in help from countries where the next murder was to take place had brought no results. Thus Interpol had made this Jobin's job. We cannot spare the manpower. They had insisted after the failures of the inquiries. You will have to continue this on your own. Jobin knew that these children came from parts of the world where children had less rights and they were often being sold off for sex to perverts who were willing to pay the right price. As he looked down at the body of the latest victim, he thought perhaps that the peace she had found was better reward than others had experienced. Her virginity was intact and all reports from forensic pointing out the fact that she had not been molested made him think that indeed she had escaped lightly compared with those children who were still missing and that may never be found.